Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See Club for details. Sometimes I think about what the end is going to be. But I want the church to know tonight I'm not going to turn around. I've been on this journey for 36 years. And I'm not tired yet. In fact, we're going to sing a song in a few minutes. I said, I don't feel no ways tired. But every time somebody asks me, and said, what you going to do after 36 years? Where are you going from here? You know what I tell them? I believe I run Radio. Tonight is Thursday night. And it's Thursday, May 10, 2000 and 
8.18, time is 9.33 p.m. You are in the Apple Valley Studio with Kiliki Acclaimed Bishop, overseer, pastor, and founder of the Greater Our Nation's Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, Dr. Alfred Moore tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our Thursday night food for the Soul Bible study session, and he will be giving you a topic and telling you what best to say of the Lord tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Tonight is the night to get spiritually fed. Get out your KJVs, your NOVs, Living um, Bibles, New Testament Bibles, whatever it is, and follow along with the mighty, powerful Word of God as Dr. Moore brings forth the Bible, as never, never been told before. Like he doesn't sugarcoat, doesn't fake and shake. He gives it to you raw and uncut, the unadulterated truth, the gospel, as God tells him to. That's what he does. Get ready, those are ready, my listeners. Get out your Bible. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. God bless. God bless you and ready your land tonight. Amen. Thank the Lord again. Amen for being able to come back again on this Thursday night to give you food for thought. Thank God, amen, for my announcer tonight. Pray for her. Amen. Uh, she's coming down to being a little congested as many of us is. But pray, amen, God will give her a touch of a little body tonight. We're so glad, amen, to be back with you in Reading Your Land tonight. Amen. Sharing the word of God with you. God's word is food for our spiritual man. Amen. As I also say, as we feed our earthly man, we must also feed our spiritual man. And we do that, amen, quite well, praise the Lord, because many of us are quite healthy, praise the Lord. But amen, tonight, amen, we are going right into the word of God tonight. Pray with me and pray for me, amen, as I pray, amen, that we rightly divide the word of God, uh, uh, amen, uh, let the spirit of the Lord rightly divide the word of God with truth tonight. We believe in truth tonight. I think we left off on last week, amen, uh, Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 1 through 2, and it was 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14 through 18, and 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, 1 Peter 1, 5 through 16, and 1 John 2 and 15. And just to read an amen, uh, a few of these Scripture to refresh your mind tonight, where we came off from last week. Praise the Lord. Listen, the word of God is just as fresh today as it was the day, amen, that it was written. It, 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 it is just a podium today. It has the same power. It has the same deliverance, amen, that it had when it was first written. Romans, amen, chapter 12, amen, 1 and 2, he's talking to the saints of God at Rome. And I'm talking to the saints of God, amen, all over the world tonight, praise the Lord, is to obey the word of God. Paul says, I I beseech you, brethren, therefore, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewingness of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Second Corinthians 6 and 14 says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. 
For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concordion has Christ with Baal? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my peoples. Looking at Second Corinthians 71, it says, Having therefore these promises, dear beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all guiltiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Second first Peter one fifteen says, But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. First John two and fifteen says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. I'm refreshing your remembrance tonight, Amen, where we left off, Amen, from last week. And amen, I pray, God, that you have your spiritual ears on tonight because it, this is a very serious time. And the writer say, out of all of our getting, get an understanding. We want to really get an understanding of what the word of God is really telling us. Second Corinthians chapter 6 and 17 says, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separated, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. We are in a cultural war society. will take us to hell unless we separate ourselves from its philosophy. To live for God, we must Recognize the world, sin, and the devil. If you don't recognize, amen, the sin of the world and what the devil has done, you can't not really live for God. Come out of the world, the Bible telling us every day of our life. I'm talking to believers right now. If you're not a believer, amen, you can't come out of the world because you are in the world. And you are of the world. And the world loves us but come out of the world. And I know, amen, the Lord is talking to many a thousand tonight and telling you, come out of the world. Stop those little bitty things that you say, amen, that is not a sin, and you know it's going against the word of God. Stop it. Come out. It's important to come out of the world because, listen, when you take your last breath, every way the Lord catch you, that's the way, amen, you're going to be judged. If you're, going, if you're filthy, you're going to be filthy still. If you're holy, you're going to be holy still. 
And if you like in this, you're going to be right to see him. So the Bible is letting us know tonight, amen. Come out from among them. And you know, tradition, amen, is holding many people from coming out from among the world. This is, I, I, I was born this and I'm going to die this. Well, you can listen to tradition all you want. But when tradition go against the word of God, you're going straight on to hell. But the Bible also supports and say when you find the light, when you come to the knowledge of something that you have not came to the knowledge of, he said when you find the light, walk there in it. Come out from among them. Pray for Bishop Mark tonight, amen, as we endeavor to praise the Lord. Continue to unravel the scriptures. The Corinthian, amen, church, and its society at the time, amen, that this was written, amen, they were doing some every ungodly thing that there was, and they called themselves Christians. They, they call themselves, amen, says, I've been born again. I don't see anything have changed rapidly today. We got, amen, people of all society is calling themselves Christians and really have not changed their faith. They've done what they want to do when they want to do it. They're not obeying the government of the Lord like God commands us to. But I want to let you know tonight, no sin is going to get into heaven. No sin. So the Lord, amen, is letting us know, amen, no sin, no sinner is going to get into heaven. And then let us know, amen, we must not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. I can remember, amen, how powerful that was some years ago, amen, when I was coming along. The saints of God did not mind telling one another, you can't be together with a believer. They would first point out and say, it is the word of God. It is the word of God. So you cannot be unequally yoked with unbelievers. But we have dismissed that out of our Christianity today. We don't, we don't pay that in attention. But God's word hasn't changed. We change, but God's word hasn't changed. The world is enticing. Amen. Christians today making it look amen. That that is just the thing, amen, I want to do. The world is enticing, amen, believers today, especially our young people. We that, amen, have got old in age now. Praise the Lord, we may realize it, amen, and, and it don't entice us like it do the young people. But the Lord said, I call the young, I call the young, and that's what Satan knows, amen. He wants the young because the Lord said, I call them because they are strong. They can get my work done. But you can't serve two masters. You either gonna love the one or hate the other one. You can't, my children. You can't be on two sides tonight. You gonna either walk right with Jesus or Amen. You gonna Amen uh, obey the works of Satan. As it says, Amen in the Corinthian world, Amen. Before Paul came along, the Corinthian church, Amen. They there was Amen all kind of amusement. Uh, 
all kind of prostitution was going on right in the church. Worldly-minded people, amen, from all over the Mediterranean area came there, amen, to endure their lust. All over, amen, the world, in the sense of saying, amen, they came to in, uh, came to uh, 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 to endure their lust as Corinthians because they were confessing, I, I, I know the Lord, but you can do anything you want to. The Mediterranean area, I mean, they are uh, uh, there too. In, uh, endure their lust because of its like of understanding morality, sports, events, amen, were also a major part of their lifestyle. As I said, I don't see too much to change today. Sports is a lifestyle of many, amen, believers that say lifestyle, amen. They got to get into sports. But I want you to hear what the word of God says. The words that come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. And I know that they make up all kind of excuses, amen, well, that's a job for me. But I want you to hear the word of God tonight. There is a way that seems righteous unto a man, but the end thereof is death. Search the scripture, for in them you think you have eternal life, but they are they that testify to me. Romans, amen, 5 and 8, let us know, amen, but when sin abounds, grace did much more abound the more. When sin covered, amen, the face of the earth, amen, God's grace, God's mercy, and God's grace, it abounds that much more. Just think on this tonight, young people, middle-aged people, God is not willing that any of you should perish tonight, but all would come to eternal life. But there is a time and a point, amen, you're going to have to say, I acknowledge Jesus as my Lord and my Savior, and I lay down all the unstained, all the filthiness of my flesh. I lay it aside. And when I lay it aside, it don't mean, amen, I lay it aside just then when I come to Jesus. But I put it, amen, I, I not just put it on the back of burner, amen, but you get rid of it. You don't want it no more in your life. And then because your little friend seemed to, to want to seem like they're watching you in a different angle, well, amen, Sister Betty don't, amen, uh, be with us anymore. And, and she used to be one of our ace buddies, amen, and she did everything we do, uh, we did. Now she don't seem to want to, uh, amen, be with us no more. It's all right. It's all right. Come out from among them. Your friends cannot save you. Your friends cannot give you salvation. Only Jesus Christ can give you salvation. And you hear the old saying, especially when I'm a younger generation, say, well, if I go to hell, I won't be by myself. All of my friends are going to be there. That may be true. All of your friends may be there, but you are not going to be able to associate with your friend like you think you are. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. The light of the gospel often shines the brightest 
when the light is in darkness. Oh, amen. If, 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 if that's the case, amen. Our, uh, 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 uh. Los Angeles should be lit up because, amen, Los Angeles is in darkness. After establishing the church in Corinthians, Paul wrote the two epistles to the believers. It included the instruction and principle that are part of the inspired word of God. It appeared then to the Corinthians had difficulty with carnal separation and their old lifestyle, adultery and godliness. They didn't want to turn loose those things. And Paul would let them know, amen, they had to come, amen, clean from all, all filth and love, the flesh and the spirit. But they had a carnal, they had a carnal mind. A carnal mind cannot please God. A carnal mind is the immunity of God. This is why, amen, so much, amen, is going on in our church today. We got carnal-minded people. They, their mind, not spiritually, but it's carnal. And you can't please God with a carnal mind. That is to say, amen, your mind is more on the world and in the world than it is on the law. But the Bible tells us you have been bought with the price you don't belong to yourself anymore. Amen. When you come and accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, you'd have been you'd have been paid for. You'd have been purchased now by the blood of Jesus. So you don't do what you would have done anymore because now you've been bought. You are the servant of Jesus Christ now. You're not the servant of sin, but you are the servant of Jesus. I believe Romans says, to whom you yield yourself servant to, that is to whom you obey. Now, amen, if you are the yielding yourself to, amen, sin, that's your God. But if you yield yourself to righteousness, that's your God. Just make up in your mind, people of God, serve the Lord. Paul, I'm pleading with you. I'm begging with you. Change your thoughts. God is a holy God. And if we're going to be his children, we must, amen, be like him. God wants some holy children. Yes, just think about it, amen. In the days of Noah, there were eight souls saved. Eight, eight souls. Out of all those billion of people, amen, there was not but eight souls saved. Because the people was carnal minded, people was idol minded, and they worship idol gods. And Amen, they was uh, their, their, their morals and, and immorality. Amen, was sinful, and God destroyed all of them but eight souls. Thank God. Oh, but He, His mercy endures forever. I said, so we are, you know. We are in a in a in a in a 
We are in a society, amen, a social society, amen, will take us to hell unless we separate ourselves from its philosophy. You've got to change your ways, church. Come on. The Bible says, if there a man, if there is any man among you seen to be religious, James 1 and 26, amen, if, if he's seen to be religious and cannot bow his tongue, the Bible says his religion is in vain. How often do you be around men, the women of God? They say, I know Jesus. And all kind of foul communication come out of their mouth. Well, amen, you measure that up against the word of God and then let you know, amen, they don't know Jesus. A hydrogen cannot produce, amen, sweet and, and, and bitter water at the same time. Come out from among them. Come out from among this philosophy, amen, telling you, amen, that you can go on, amen, you're young, amen, and God wants you to enjoy yourself and God wants you to enjoy your body, amen, and, and don't tell you, amen, that that is a simple thing, amen. Come out. You listen to the word of God. Don't, don't listen to that kind of philosophy. And moreover, the Corinthian society, amen, it could be some Gnostic with modern times because the same sin is rampant, pagan, amen, in our world. Sin have not changed. Men kind of changed, but sin haven't changed. The same old adultery, amen, that was back there in the days of, of Adam and Eve, praise God, is right here in this modern generation that we're living in now. Satan is trying to twist the scripture to make you wrestle with the scripture, but sin is sin. Calling someone a sinner has almost become an art in, our, in, our, in North America, cultural. But it still describes the scripture delight of mankind. The Corinthian amen, was a city filled with sinfulness who needed God and Paul preached Jesus Christ crucified to them. Amen. If there was a time, amen, that North America needs Jesus Christ, America, North America once, amen, was built up on a strong faith, but she lost her faith. She, she'd been listening to preachers, amen, preaching, amen, a uh, 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 gospel, amen, but not the gospel of Jesus Christ. She has American and lost her faith in Jesus. Because she is allowing everything is to present itself in the house of God, a man and woman of God, that has never been so and never will be. North America and many other nations of the world, there exists in our world a mad, his long parch to endure in sporting events from the time uh, our children are in preschool through the rest of their lives. We are in trouble. We are bringing our children up on, amen, sports. And if you want to go behind the, the line, amen, to see what sports is really built up on and what sports is really about, amen, it's not about Jesus, not about salvation. It's a 
You can't serve manna and Jesus Christ. Sadly, our society, amen, exercise adultery. An extramarital affair as a norm and, and multitudes parade homosexuals in in the streets, amen, and throughout the meter. We got to the point now, amen. We bring all these things that was once here and now it is being brought forward in our eyes. Mankind and Christian is going along with it. Christians don't want to speak out against homosexuals. They don't want to say amen. They don't want to take a stand and say whether it's right or wrong. Well, the word of God says amen. It's wrong. I can't do nothing but stand with the word of God. Do we hate them? No, we don't hate them. We hate sinful ways, but we don't hate them. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. To, every, to all that believers. To many, the world of sport, it dominates their lives and is an uh, addiction today. Amen. It has come to be an addiction. That's all they know, praise the Lord. Madly, amen, behind Amen. Behind the line, amen. There's a whole lot of going on, amen, behind sports. And and, and and we don't know anything about it. We don't talk about it. We don't bring the bad part out. But it's causing young men and young women, amen, lives to be corrupt, ruined forever. Sadly, our society, amen, we see it's still going down. The wild pursuit, amen, of fleshly pleasure. It dominates music, clothes, fashion, and worldly entertainment. That's the kind of war we are under today. Teach your young people that there is a God, and he's a God, amen, is to be feared. He's a God, amen, is to be reverent, amen. It's more to life, amen, than just getting out there on the dance floor. It's more to life, amen, than getting out there showing your body or twisting your body, amen. It's more to life than that. Your life will be hid with Christ and God. Paul was disturbed. The Corinthian believers could not discern between carnality and spirituality. It seemed that they had been so conditioned by their surroundings, their sin no longer shocked them. The sin no longer it does not no longer shock us today. We 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 can we can amen, somebody can get, get go out there, amen, and get murdered. We say, oh, at that present time, oh, isn't that a shame? It don't shock us today. We are expecting that. We are looking for that. We are not shocked about the bad news coming on TV. I'm talking to the believers now. They condemn the outrighteous, sin, and living. 
as if it were perfectly acceptable and right in God's sight. Baby, amen. They condemn outright sin. No one is wrong, but amen. We today, we come along with it. We come along with sin. Church, you are not supposed to go along with sin. Call sin what it is. Sin is not righteous in the eyesight of the Lord. And I pray for every young man, every boy and girl, amen, that the Lord will bring them out of sin. Listen, I was in sin. I was done wrong. Thank God I came to Jesus. Thank God somebody prayed for me. Hey, yes, I will out there. I did wrong, many things wrong. But Jesus, when I come to Jesus, Jesus forgave me of my sin. Now I want to encourage young men, boys and girls, everywhere. Amen. The wages of sin, the death, but the gift of God is eternal life. The Lord wants to give you something that you can live for. It is it is vital and it is dirty. Individuals must repent of their sins or they will perish, according to Luke chapter 13, 3 and 5. They must repent of their sin or they will perish. Who wants to repent today? Who wants to bring true repentance unto the Lord? I want to come out to where the Lord and I, I don't want no more part of it. Let us continue to pray for, amen, those that are trying to come this way. Those have been blinded, amen, uh, 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 by the nature of what, amen, false teachers are teaching them. Let's pray, amen, God, open up our children's eyes, and they will come on to the truth. True believers in Jesus Christ should renounce sin in this world. If you are a true believer in Jesus Christ, you should renounce sin in this world. I thought I had a friend. When I was in the world, I thought I had a friend. We shared everything together. We did everything together. But when I came to Christ, my friend turned his back on me. Yes, it hurted me, but amen, it still made me grow stronger in Jesus Christ. And this day, amen, he said, I wish I would have followed my friend way. I have stood with him. They must name it. They must hate it. Preach against it. Cause peace from it and separate from it, or they will be lost. Certainly, we live in this world, but we are not to be all the world. We are not to be, Amen. Do the same thing that the worldly people have done. We are not to do that. Amen. No matter, amen. It says, don't you be ignorant. Don't hold your child back, amen, like we held our children back. Don't be ignorant. No, teach your child the truth. Train up a child in the way that he should be. So when he get old, amen, it won't depart from him. Train up your child. Tell your child what is right and what the Lord is expecting out of him. Train your child up. The devil is training his children. And what do we see today? A rotten generation. 
a disrespectful generation, an unclean generation, unholy generation. Got men and women fear for their walk the street because those are your children, those are your children, and amen, your children frighten you to death. The unequally yoke. Paul used the analogy, man, of a yoke to describe a person trying to live for God while uniting with unbelievers. In this situation, two people are pulling in different directions and creating a mass confusion and pain. Amen. The Lord has told you about being unequally yoked with unbelievers because it's going to cause, amen, confusion in your home, in your life. One going to want to do the one thing, and then the other one going to want to do the other thing. One going to want to do the worldly thing, and the other one going to do, amen, Christ-like. And you know that don't ever work out. It does not work out. I know a few people, amen, have unbelieving husbands, and their husband does not, amen, mind the wife constantly coming to church, constantly giving her tithes unto the Lord. I know only a few. But then I know, on the other hand, I know a lot, amen, say, all you've done is going out to that church, amen, and they're sucking all my money out. You don't ever want to spend any time with me, but yet they don't want to spend no time with you. If you can't draw your husband or wife, if you are saved, don't you let them draw you. We cannot, we cannot be yoked together in a relationship with unbelievers without creating serious problems. Now, I know, amen, the preacher, amen, and told you, you don't have no business going out there, praise the Lord, marrying that young man, and that young man don't believe in Jesus. You say, yes, preacher, I hear you, but I'm converted in, my, I'm converted in Jesus myself, and I know I'm strong enough to draw. You're making a mistake. You're only causing yourself to create problems in your life, often it's Often a spouse turns to God and experiences salvation while the other remains living in sin, which can cause misery for the one who is living for the Lord. I've had, amen, many young women, amen, crying. Bishop, I don't know what I'm going to do with my husband. He don't want to come to church, and he don't want me to come to church. But I told them from the very beginning, you should not marry that individual because you're unequally yoked. But I love him. Well, you love him, but you despise in the word of God. You're going against the grain. That's why you're going to have problems because the word of God told you, amen, you're going to have problems. While the unbeliever spouse comes to salvation or not, the marriage bonds remain as a holy obligation. Amen. What God has put together, let no man 
put asunder. It was under holy ordinance, amen, that you came to be married. Often believing spouse will win the unbelieving spouse to Christ. Often. The believer spouse will win the unbelieving spouse to Christ. The more with time we living in the wicked man getting, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my faith in that. I would obey the word of God from the very beginning. If a believer chooses to go outside the faith and marry an unbeliever, however he or she is violating the teaching of the scripture, it's just that plain. You're going against the grain. Untold numbers of heart-wretched stories existed where a man or a woman married someone outside the church with the intent of winning the individual to God later. But instead, the believer lived a life of heartache and regret. If you don't want that regret, amen, don't get into it. I'm talking about a saved and a sanctified young man, a saved and a sanctified young woman. If you want to marry, marry somebody like you. Living the kind of life you live. Want to go to the same kind of place you want to go to. That is the house of God and give him praise. Do the work of an evangelist. When we are living for God, our bodies become the temple of the Holy Ghost. Now, when we are living for God, our body, it becomes, it's a growing process, amen. It becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost. It is where the Lord come in and live within us in unity. It becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians 6 and 19, we live a life that is contrast with that of the sinner. Because Jesus is our Lord and he is our master. A sinner serves sin. A sinner serves sin. And the devil. And the flesh. But the desires of the believers are different. Because he is a new creation in Christ Jesus through the new birth experience. When we come to Jesus, amen, we don't serve sin anymore. We serve Jesus Christ. We don't drink the same kind of drink that we did anymore. When you serve Jesus, you put out that hard alcohol. When you serve Jesus, you don't be smoking no weed. I don't care what the doctor said. You present your body a clean sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is reasonable service. Wherefore, amen, the two contrasts, lifestyle will never mix any more than light and darkness. One will dispel the other one. Light and darkness, amen, they won't mix. They just don't, amen, they just don't agree under no circumstance. One is light and the other one is darkness. They just don't mix together. Sin and righteousness don't mix together.
Paul apology, amen, an unequally yoke. Also, he appeared to other errors of our lives. Many believers have found themselves in serious trouble when they form business partners with unbelievers. Now, amen. I want to say amen. That goes, amen, not only in your marriage life, but amen, when you is running a business, you've got to be careful. One of you may be saved, amen, and the other one is not saved. And I have, amen, recently witnessed this real soon, uh, about three or four months ago, amen. There was two women, amen, in business. And because of, amen, uh, one saw the business, amen, being produced and productive, amen, they told me, well, I was just agree. I just a co-sign for you. But when they seen the business take off, the unbeliever said, I want half of the business. And it went on into a lawsuit. And amen. The unbeliever took amen half of the business because the believer, amen, is to suffer great loss. But it was unequally yoked in the, in the very beginning. Don't tie your life up with nobody. Amen. Unequally yoked. All some people have done is trying to get the, we use it, uh, uh, now they're just trying to get their foot in the door. And if they can get their foot in the door, they'll take everything you have. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care, amen, about your bills. They don't care, amen, about your children. They want what you have. Thank God we we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. We are desired friendship, and we win others to the Lord by befriending them. Even Jesus was a friend to the publican and sinner. Amen. Jesus was a friend to the public and said, it doesn't mean you can't, amen, talk to nobody, amen, that is a sinner. You can't have some kind of relationship with them, amen, but you don't tie your life up with them because they is a sinner, and you are a saint. They have not been washed in the blood of the lamb, and you have been washed in the blood of the lamb. It makes a great difference. However, we should be cautioned and certain that we affect our friends to lead them to the Lord instead friendship affecting us to lead us astray. Now if you got a friend, amen, that person has been a good friend to you, you check your life and see which what which one of you is, is pulling the strongest. Are they leading you, amen, their way unto the world? Or are you leading them to Jesus Christ? If they are not leading you to Jesus Christ, amen, then you got to turn them loose. Because your soul is being in jeopardy. And what would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what would he have in exchange for it? Your soul is valuable. Your soul is important. 
The last thing, amen, that is going to be up on the face of this earth is your soul. Your soul will spend eternity in heaven, uh, eternity in hell. Your soul is important tonight. However, true friendship can exist only between those who share a mutual spiritual bond and expand. True friendship can only exist. Amen. With two children of God. True friendship. Hence, we should carefully choose our closest friends. Constantly quote it, whether we are affected of the world or whether it is affecting us. Amen. Is the world affecting you or are you affecting the world or those that are around you? Who is the strongest amen among you? Your worldly people, amen, are you stronger than your worldly people? I've noticed, amen, many, many people that is talking about Christianity. Long as you on the on the circles of Christianity about I love Jesus and I know I've been born again, people will go along with you. But when you get down to the depth of it, are you living are you really living a holy and a sanctified life for Jesus every day? Are you crucifying your flesh every day? Now, amen, they want to draw away from you because they don't want to go that way because they know they are not uh, 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 putting their life in that kind of category. Are you paying the price for living for Jesus? <laughs> Listen, when Lot moved near Sodom, he kept his discipline at first and was waxing with the perversion living. After time, however, he was enticed more and more by the Sodom. He moved into Sodom and eventually he was elevated to a place of authority in the city. He not only moved into Sodom to live, but Sodom philosophy got into his family. His daughters were affected by the privilege and the attitude until they were able to exercise incense with their father. Listen, <clears throat> when Sodom, amen, when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, Lot moved nigh Sodom. But listen to all the extraordinary lifestyle that people have been living, and they seem to be having so much fun, and you don't seem to have that joy, amen. Lot moved a little bit closer to Sodom.
and amen, the music and the entertainment, amen, that they could hear, amen, the young people heard, amen, lots of daughters, amen. They got excited about it, so amen. They didn't move a little closer, some they moved inside them. What are they saying to me today? Your parents have taught you Jesus Christ all their life. And you began to hear all the excitement, amen, of the music in the world, amen, and the way people are living and the way they are dressing and the part that they are talking about, amen, and you are weak. You are going over to that other side. You're going to take partakers of it. We are in the world, but be not of the world. A lot daughters, amen, they were affected. By the privilege of the attitudes until they, amen, were able to exercise incense. Amen. They, 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 they made their father drunk, and they laid with their daddy. There, amen, is no change today. It's going on right now. Amen. How many fathers is manipulating their daughters? How many daughters is manipulating their fathers? Father, amen. It's going on right here today. Right in our society in North America. His wife left her heart there. And upon leaving, she turned back unto a fatal look. Then took her life and made her a memorial to the consequence of sin. What wife, amen. They, they were, when they left out of the city, God told them not to look back. Don't you look back. When God, amen, clean you from your sin, he's telling you don't look back into the world. Don't you look back, amen, at the time that you, you or the, the, the joy that you had experienced. Don't look back. Don't, amen, you will turn into something, amen, you didn't want to turn back into. And many times, amen, when we coming out of the city, we want to look back because we hear the noise. We hear the children that we were raised up with parading. We see the drunkenness. We see the rapists. We see the murders. But we enjoy that noise. We enjoy that noise. And my wife disobeyed God, and she turned into a pillow of salt for being disobedient. Sometimes, amen, you can move too close to a place. Or to a person, amen, and you can be enticed by their lifestyle, and you know that lifestyle is not of Jesus. When the Israelites left Egypt, they had lived there so long, they had pinned for it when they were in the wilderness. They had left Egypt. <clears throat> the Egyptians were still in their heart. They also took their took with them the form of Egypt a mixed multitude and created problems for them later. When Amen the Israelites left Egypt, Amen, but Egypt didn't leave the Israelites. 
They took with them, amen, the things of Egypt. They carried it right on into a brand-new culture. They took it right on with them. And the day, saints, amen, is coming and saying they want to join the church, and they bring in the world right on in the church. Come on, church. And thereby they later long to return. They later long return into Egypt, amen, because they never had gotten Egypt out of their heart. Many, many, many people that is professing Jesus Christ, they have never, amen, forgot the world. They have never forgot, amen, what they did in the world. They talk about that, amen, and it's more exciting to them, amen, now than when they were out there in it. But I tell you, when you really come to Jesus and you get a grip on Jesus, old thing has passed away, and behold, all thing has become new. The scripture admonishes us to come out from, from the world and be separated. It tells the limit. It admonishes us to come out and be ye separated. God don't want his saints, amen, is to stay in the world and do the things that the world has done. Come out from among this old world. It's contaminating your soul. It's contaminating your children. And when you know one thing, it's done contaminated a whole nation. They're warring against the Lord. We should make a clean break with a sinful past. We should not be unequally yoked ourselves by trying to hold on to the world. Don't you be unequally yoked by trying to hold on to this old world. This old world is going to pass away. It's going to fade away. It's a world. Jesus is warning us every day, amen. This is world. It's temporary. We ain't going to be here always. But have you, have you made a decision tonight? Amen, that you're going to cross over to the other side. You're going to hold on to your integrity. No matter what the world is testing you, you're going to hold on to Jesus and your faith. Because Jesus said, I go away to prepare a place for you. And where I am there, you may be also. Amen, my time is out tonight. This is Dr. Moore saying, amen, come out of the world and be ye separated, says the Lord, and I will receive you into the hand of my announcement. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore tonight. Just beautiful, 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 beautiful. Hope you guys take heed to God's unchanging hand and to the beautiful words of Dr. Moore. We'll be back next Wednesday for for prayer and a little Bible dabbling. And next Thursday for full-on Bible study. So call back in next week. We'll be back. And to all the mothers in Radio Land, we don't see you Sunday at Greater All Nations. Happy, happy, happy Mother's Day. May you have a blessed one. Mothers of 2018, you are. God bless you. We love you. God bless. God bless you to all of us. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and $22.99 a month. 
you'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fitacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At any size soft drink for just a dollar, and you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.